the living deep. Hello, interruptees, and welcome back for the ninth episode of Girls Interrupting. Woo! This month, we unclassify the first trade paperback of Ed Brubaker and Steve Epting's spy series, Velvet. With me, as always, are these fine ladies. Last seen rappelling down a building, B. Yeah! Deadshot from 200 yards, Jackie. Hey! Oh, yeah! And Mistress of the Skies, Monica. You know that's right! I gotta get that pilot's license, yeah. Yeah, you do. I'm Shelby, and as always, I prefer to be shaken, not stirred. Hey! Before we get into the main event, let's see what we've got from the bullpen. First off, let's talk Daredevil season oh two. Oh my god, oh my god, you guys, the Punisher, like, I can barely breathe every time I think about it. My heart rate goes up, and I start, and this happens, and then, like, I cry a little. I'm so excited. So for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Punisher is top two. A thousand Monica characters, I think. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, second there. favorite superhero, very closely behind Captain America. And I will argue with you about the definition of superhero at another time. Look, I can't do this with you right now. <laughs> He's a vigilante. He is not a superhero. If Clint Barton gets to be a superhero, Punisher gets to be a superhero. Uh, that's not the same uh, thing. Hawkeye uh, doesn't yeah. murder. People. I would argue hero he with you. Fucking rolls a hard six. Technically, Captain America has murdered people, but that's not his primary reaction. He doesn't just blow people away. Look, Frank knows what's necessary, and he goes after everybody. That's a totally different argument. All right, like my statement. All right, all right. Frank's great, and I'm excited about season two of Daredevil. I think we all agree that Frank's great. We all do. Mm-hmm. Frank is fabulous. Uh, I'm really excited that Elektra is going to be in season two. I think yep. it's going to be awesome. They had uh, that that one-off one comment in um, season yes. one. Season one. That, that Greek girl. That, that Greek, Greek girl. girl. Language class. A little uh-huh. wink. A little wink. I liked it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was nice. I enjoyed that. And I believe there's rumors about Bullseye as well. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely not Jason Statham, though. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it is Unless Jason it's Statham. Unless it's a trick, and yeah. they're making him a villain for real. Could be. Um, you know, I don't want to get it too overstuffed, though. I mean, I, the first season I liked for its... I mean, you had Kingpin, mm-hmm. but you didn't go any fancier than that. They had their one good storyline, and the thing I worry about anything going into a second iteration, whether it be a sequel to a movie or a they second season, is you try to put too much stuff in there. Too many people, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I really want season two to include a lot of Vanessa, because I fucking love Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa mean, was the best. We have our... Our fan theory about Vanessa and Kingpin, and I would like it very much. We think that she'll run the city for mm-hmm. like four episodes and then break him out of jail and then they'll run the city together. Yeah. I just, I need more of her. I love her. I love mm-hmm. her and him together. Like, mm-hmm. again, this is the first time I've actually been watching something and gone, I really dig this villain. Mm-hmm. It was weird for me. Because it was well done. He's such but a compelling I was, villain. Oh, I know. And I'm super in. And like, Vanessa being there just made him better, even as mm-hmm. a villain, like as a person and as a villain. Because she, I don't know, I love that she accepted him. And a couple of times she was like, Well, what are you going to do about it? Like, super all right with like him being a bad guy. I was like, Oh my God. She just don't see that very often. It was nice. Well, just the layeredness of a villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really, he was really, really more interesting that. than Matt, which yeah. is weird because it's called Daredevil, not Kingpin. Well, because Matt was a pretty static character. Yeah. He didn't really grow or change, whereas we got to see Kingpin like really change. Well, hopefully we'll get more growth and change from Matt in the second in the second season, especially so. especially with the Punisher in there, because Daredevil and Punisher have a long history of fighting with each other of how to like utilize the justice system and whether or not it's broken. And so I feel like 
doing the second season of Daredevil with Punisher is actually really awesome because I think it will add to the character development of Matt because the Punisher you can just introduce is fully developed. Like he's there, he's been doing this for a while, he's a professional and he can help Matt kind of figure out and tone like how he feels about stuff and make him a better superhero. Yeah, by positive influence or not. In or not, of, yeah. it'll be negative, yeah. let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I love the guy that, um, I don't know how yeah. you guys watch The Walking Dead, uh, but John Bernthal is mm-hmm. who they cast. And just by looks alone, this guy's got Oh my it God. Down. Yeah, I wish just because I'm a nut bar. I wish he was like three inches taller, but I think that he's gonna be Frank, so it'll be all right. It's yeah. just my like craziness because Frank's supposed to be, but everything else. is I'm perfect. sure he's taller than um. He just doesn't seem that Charlie tall. Cox. On... Charlie Cox. Oh yeah, then Charlie yeah. Cox. It'll be fine. He's tiny like cupcake. a tiny little, little tiny. Well, it's, you know, it's, like, it's it's Hollywood height perspective. Yeah. Like you know, they'll, they'll they'll be all right. They'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm he sure. Can, and he I can, actually he can borrow Artie J's lifts. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I I had one second of doubt about. John Barenthal and then I really thought about Beyond Walking Dead just because Shane turned into such like a shithole um, on that show and but like the rest of the stuff he's done various other television shows and like his part in Glorious Bastards and I was like yeah okay he could definitely be Frank well I mean I don't think Shane is crazy far removed from Frank Castle in terms of temperament Frank's not a rapist I didn't say he was I said temperament okay (laughs) my bad no but I mean in terms of the acting skill whether to pull it off oh I mean, no i yeah i just like i said it was a quick second where i was like Ooh, but then i thought about the rest of his like career and i went yeah all right i'm in cool cool right, also so currently on netflix is sense eight. Oh my god you guys just, watch sense eight it's um, so amazing. good oh my god it's so amazing i mean it's even it's with hard a slow burn it's still amazing i don't like everyone's talking about how the first episode was so slow and so but we watched it and seriously it ended and i went let's keep going this is great i loved it yeah. Well, it's something that um, really made for Netflix, I feel like, yeah. more than mm-hmm. almost any other series so far in a way that, like, it's made to binge, mm-hmm. except for the fucking 18,000 minute long credit sequence. The fucking, like, <laughs> credit sequence that we skip and Kurt watches. We I skip just, and pee and Kurt watches that two and a half goddamn minutes. I just don't even understand, like, why Netflix shows continue to have that. Yeah. Like, yeah, on the Friends thing after a while, it's like, can't you just, like, Get like that, or they should just take it out for you. There should you. be a program in Netflix is if you're watching more than one, it skips the credits the next Yeah, There you go. Because, there like, I've been watching Orange hey. is the New Black for the last couple of days, and their credit sequence is a fucking minute you know and a half. You should do when it, when it pops up that thing, like, halfway through the third episode and goes, are you still watching? If you hit continue, they remove that part. That's what it should be. Anyway, Netflix, that's options. some tips from Netflix. us to you. Uh, we you know are, you listen. If you're a programmer at Netflix, mm-hmm. you we really comics. have some mm-hmm. ideas um, how to make this better. So call us or email us. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the, but the, no, Sense Eight is so 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 good in a way that like that highlights connections of people over mm-hmm. plot and uh, feelings and moments and conversations that become more important than almost anything else going on. Which is like so amazing to me because it's everything. Like I just find character character development is what I watch things for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't watch for plot, yeah, honestly. No. Um, and so the plot of it is. I mean, I mean, it's I, interesting, but if you look at just the plot, it actually doesn't like that. Yeah, it's not that. Stuff. I mean, it's vaguely interesting, but I would never have kept yeah. watching for that. I'm more interested in the personal relationships and mm-hmm. the interpersonal connections between the eight. And it is yeah. the most amazingly inclusive yeah. oh my show God, that yes. I have yeah. seen ever. I mean, we could use someone in a wheelchair, I guess, but I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. If we're gonna be like really, Super really inclusive. fucking picky because everyone else is represented, yeah. Uh, what Chelsky's next season? Thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want something that's like emotional and heavy and meaningful, I, and you know, but you say heavy, but I also think that like 
it's one of the most optimistic shows. Oh, yeah. I just meant heavy in that, like, it really makes you think. Like, no, yeah, absolutely. Every time it ends, you're like, holy shit. And you have to, like, kind of, like, And it's deep, but it's not, it. but it's also not, like, one of those it's shows. It's not pretentious. No. It's yes, not pretentious. No. And I don't feel like. It's not lecturing. Yeah, when you say heavy, it's not like I watch it and it ends and I'm kind of like, wow, I can't watch another one because, no. Jesus Christ, I'm emotionally no. wrecked. That's not, yeah, yeah that's it, not what I mean when yeah, I say it. I just yeah. mean, like, it literally, like, there's one of the episodes is one of, like, it's the harder, mm-hmm. the tougher to get through, but it's because of all the emotion being put out and how great the acting is. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you're, like, emotionally touched and a little exhausted, but not to the point where you don't want to watch like all you want to do is hit yes i'm still freaking watching this well it's just it's it's so much about the 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 connections between mm-hmm. people and i just i love getting to see these people talk to each other yeah. and rely on each other and find find their common ground you know like there's mm-hmm. there's one where we have two people who are both worried about their significant other and they find each other and they talk about just experiences that they've had and mm-hmm. they just Relo- just they just lean on each other yeah. for a minute in in a moment and, where they're both really low and it's like they've never in fact had a real conversation they're basically strangers but it's because they have this connection that they can actually share what they're really thinking and that's mm-hmm. what i like about all the little every time two of them meet up it's because they're both experiencing kind of the same situation mm-hmm. or the same feelings or they're in a very special specific position to be able to help the other person exactly emotionally or physically right and so i really like that in those moments all that other shit that stops you from sharing with the people in your life or leaning on someone just kind of falls away because you're in a safe spot because they know it's kind of in their heads and so why not just like throw this at this person and see if they can help you out and i just really like that part i like you know Two episodes in, I think, at one point I went, yeah, it's really convenient how, like, they're all... And then by the time you get into it, you're like, oh, it's not convenient. It's because they're both feeling the same thing or they both need this kind of, like, physical skill. And I just, like, I don't know, it's subtle, the connections, but I really like it. Yes. I think we all agree on that. So everyone watch Sense8. We need Sense8 season two, please. Oh, my God, yeah. Because, like, you were saying about the the plot. I mean, like, they haven't really explained anything. They have, like, that weird villain guy, but I almost don't care about that because I have so much fun with them interacting with each other. Yeah, the the, the how and the why of how this happens or or why they're in danger doesn't really matter all that much. I just want to see them working together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when they're in danger, it only matters to see how they help each other get out of it kind Mm -hmm. of a thing. Yeah. Anyway, watch Sensei. It's great. Absolutely. Last but not least, from the bullpen, um, you know, my personal favorite comic book character came out with a new comic this week, Black Canary. Woo! Um, you know, and I'm a little... Uh, not excited. Well, you know... <laughs> Did you read it yet? I've not read it yet. Um, um, but, you know, it's it's the uh, newer DC stuff, which I haven't been reading as much, but, you mm-hmm. know, it's got, I've got this pull. You know, she's, mm-hmm. she's my favorite. I've, mm-hmm. I've always loved Black Canary, and so I, I've heard good things, and, you know, she's, you know rocking out with like you know she her covers a I band. I kind of love that she's in a band. I, I think it's interesting everybody's in a band now. Like Ben <laughs> Stacy's in a band. It's Black Canary's really, in a really band. Cool. Okay, everyone needs to be a rock It's star. like it's like 1999 again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean it's totally a different take for the character. And yeah. I think in the same way that we had reservations about the new Batgirl um, you know, it's something different and it's something that maybe we're not entirely comfortable with, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that maybe we need to give a fair shot to. I mean, and, and that's my whole thing with it too, is it every time <laughs> I look at it, it's like reading those Batgirls was hard for me, you know, because that's not my Barbara Gordon mm-hmm. and yeah. that's not who I know and love and have spent so much of emotional effort, like knowing and getting to know and, and, and loving and, and this new version of her. Um, might be something that I can eventually come back to and fall in love with again. 
Um, but I think it maybe it was too fresh of a wound where it's like too different. And I feel the same mm-hmm. way about this black canary. Black canary. I'm, I'm, you know, the Burnside version, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how I feel about it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I think I feel I feel like if we finish this Burnside version of Batgirl and then we do another run that feels that feels like home, that feels like like the Barbara that we know, then I feel like this version that we don't like as much can sort of fade into oh hey that that one was kind of weird, but it was it wasn't terrible, it was all right. This thing well, happened I think, once. Yeah. I mean, I do think that maybe her even her Burnside version, like if her run can get deep enough and go to a place where. She connects to me to the mm-hmm. old Barbara Gordon, even though she's still, you know, a little newer. bit different, newer, whatever. Then I think that that would be fine with me too. We just need to go back to a place where she's a little bit more uh, familiar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Barbara Gordony. Well, I mean, <laughs> not as like I don't know. She's a little sixteen-year-old. Un- yeah, she's a little unbabsy right like, now. Yeah. She just doesn't have any depth right now, in my humble opinion. Yeah, just, just yeah. There's just so many things that she does in that comic, and I'm like, I feel like Barbara Gordon would not do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this month we read the first five issues of Ed Brubaker and Steve Epting's spy comic Velvet. The first arc introduces us to Velvet Templeton, secretary to the director of an elite espionage team. However, it is quickly made clear that she is capable of much more, as her past is slowly revealed when she is framed for the murder of one of the best spies at her agency. So this is, is, like, right in my wheelhouse, you guys. Well, I, I, I felt like, starting this, that I had read the first issue already and not liked it. And I was ready to give it another go, but I was was prepared to, like, be sort of bored. But I start, I got about halfway through the first issue, and I was like, damn, no, I'm in. Where's the rest? Give me the rest. <laughs> it was so good. Well, I loved how it started out, um, you know, the first, what, two pages is, like, it starts out, like, total James Bond. It's, oh, like, yeah. this, this English spy doing mm-hmm. his thing, and then, bam, dead. bam, dead. And you're like, okay, I'm in. Well, <laughs> you know, and it takes, I think it's... Tr- it's taking a little bit because it's very traditional in terms of it feels like noir it feels like james bond it feels like this throwback period piece but also i think it's trying to tilt it on its head a little bit Um, i'm saying you know it's saying hey this is what you think the spy movie is or the spy genre is and we're saying okay we're gonna pull away from that and do something a little different Mm -hmm. well yeah and just i mean number one in the the turn with velvet herself that Mm -hmm. she is a straight-up badass and and i feel like that's that's the first turn but also just how 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 Think how much power they let her have in the story. How much she gets to make real decisions. Agency, things. yeah. Like she is straight up chock full to her eyebrows of agency, mm-hmm. and I think that's for better or for worse. For better or for worse. And um, what I notice is most of the people around her, like while they, you know, like in the very beginning we first meet her, and it turns out that all of the top agents were boning the secretary, and she played them all, and da da da. But it's never, it's never like she should be ashamed of it. It's very positive mm-hmm. about that. And then you know, the only person who gives her crap for being a woman is that one guy who was like, "Hey, secretary, you should freeze" or whatever. But after that, every person she meets, it's nothing but like respect because she's obviously proven herself in the past, and mm-hmm. that carries through. And she's proving herself to us, the readers, and she's making all her own choices. And she has like male helpers, but they don't inform her decisions. They're it's- her contacts. They're right. her the helpers, exactly. Basically. And they don't. Yeah. So it's she's just like a hundred percent agency, and it's one of I love it. Oh my mm-hmm. god, it's it's refreshing. Especially in the time period. Oh, yes. I kept waiting, too, for, like, the nonsense woman stuff. But um, even as, like, just a secretary in the offices, Mm -hmm. no one gave her shit except for that one guy. And he has been out in the field the whole time she was a secretary. So it made sense. And, you know, I want to give 
the secretaries there do in spy yeah. offices. And I don't know if any of you read Queen and Country. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the most respected person in that spy office is the director's secretary because she knows everything. Everything. Yeah. And she's, yeah, the most well, essential I mean, person. Well, in like, that that's office. how this book gets started mm-hmm. is, you know, she has a photographic memory. Mm-hmm. She read a thing. She noticed something. And then, bam, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she has access to all these files, being the secretary, like, mm-hmm. honestly. This could have been a story about her being a secretary mm-hmm. and doing Yeah, that would have been cool, that, too. That would have, no, no. like, secretly doing stuff on the side, like Agent Carter said in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> no, but honestly, if you ever go for a job interview, be really nice to the secretaries, you guys. They yes, have so always. much power. Yep. They have the ears of everyone. Mm-hmm. So uh, be nice to them. But anyway, yeah, um, I like it. I like it a lot. I liked it a lot. I liked, there's a couple things, but it's more just like, I don't know, the art stuff. Like, I worry, she at one point pretended to be a waitress and wearing a red wig, but then she turned into a member of the upper class and she had her white stripe. And I'm like, if you're going to be running around trying to be like a spy, should you have a white stripe in your hair that everyone will remember? It's, it and is like, Well, she did actually say that that whole, she's like, well, that was a, uh, a mistake well she didn't talk about that directly but she was like all, all the mistakes she made in that city what was it called Beltine or whatever well i think that she? belgrade but i think belgrade, that was yeah. more like because she'd gotten soft and she let the maybe that's lady part of it, is it yeah let, but i thought it, i just assumed it was like part of because she like well, but th- she, that was in like that was in like the second or third and the fourth and fifth she still had the stripe i feel like if it referenced yeah. that she would have got rid of it i mean she should have gotten rid of it but i yeah. think she was like i was just like basically like pointing them to where i was I feel like they were. I don't think that had to do with her hair, but you know, whatever. It's I, how you read it. I feel like the the hair is is something that the that the editorial team has included as a way to help ground us in which time period that we're in. Yeah. Because right, because before drawing, she doesn't have it, but yeah, now she let, does. That it's, I mean, it's a good cheat code, I guess. Except she's supposed to be, you know, like a spy. <laughs> <laughs> that, and like the, the mole on her face too i'm like yeah. yo that's so it's like there and people are gonna remember and it like makes you sexy and like i want to see just them, those little stuff i want to see them if if it's not just this arc about her going back in this past and doing this one thing as, as it moves forward if she continues spying right like I, maybe I'd she'll like continue to see her and she, that up. yeah it takes care of it but yeah mm-hmm. one thing i do really like is that white stripe is i'm assuming it's because she's going gray because she's a middle-aged lady yeah. being a spy which Agreed. can we talk about that first? yeah she's yes. like she's like 40 yeah at yeah. least she's probably 45 yeah it was great and i tell you like there's there was some art especially um or i was i was trying to figure out who she reminded me of because i felt like she had a really familiar face mm-hmm. and she reminded me a lot of a slightly older claudia black Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah, so I can, see, I can that. see that. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. so in. Um, no, I like, at one point she's talking about, she went to save that Russian guy from the three dudes, and she was like, sure, he was great back in the day, but, you know, he's 65. And I'm like, girl, you are 45. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that bit where she's like any fight that lasts longer than five seconds. Oh is my hell. Yes. god! I love that because you know in movies they're always like the fights go on for like ten minutes. You know these mm-hmm. ten, the forty freaking minute fight is Superman, and they're just like wailing on each other in all these fights that last forever. And I like this moment of no, that sucks. Unless it's a second or less. The only fights I like are ones where no one else knows we're in a fight. Like I was like, when I like, and I liked how messy it got. When she, yeah, like, she like ripped off? that guy's face. Oh, oh, oh my god! Because like in real so life, good. I'm sure that right. Shit it's never going to be not, clean. Yeah. you know. Okay. And I like how she pointed out like anything longer than five seconds, it's desperation. At this point, you're just fighting to be the one who makes it through. Not even alive, just like survive the fight. 
Yeah, well, and I, and I feel like especially if you're if you're a woman who's smaller than most of the dudes that you're fighting, mm-hmm. you're just going to fight however you can. Yeah. Dirty tactics all yeah. over the place. Whatever you got to do to live. Right. And well, I think that for her is why she likes the one second fights, because generally mm-hmm. a woman of her size and now of her age, people are going to assume she's not going to be a fighter. So it makes it almost easier for her to have the one second fights. And so up until this moment, that's what she's been doing, too. And she hits this one guy who's, you know, saw her coming and we get to see whether or not, you know, she can actually keep this whole thing up in order to figure out out who's framing her and i think she did a great job i really i really mm-hmm. liked it well, i like how they set up how she operates too and like like you see her you know with her um her mind always in motion how she's mm-hmm. thinking about several different things right. at once mm-hmm. you know i I, li- I liked how they they laid that out and uh how she has her you know she can compartmentalize everything which mm-hmm. of course is you know it's how important spa- how yeah. spas do yeah mm-hmm. but i think her uh her the way her mind works is it's very cool mm-hmm. i liked I, I, and i liked the when she's like oh i don't know what to do so i'm just gonna case the room and then she's oh like, my God. I, like these I, guys. I love that moment because yeah. she's like oh he's at the background table and I, I said like most of the world i have no idea how to play <laughs> background. i was like what is bond no one likes that stupid game she's like well i'll case the joint i was like oh my god she's like a thief and i i like those panels too where it was like faded out except mm-hmm. on like the face and be like celebrity mm-hmm. you can always and i like the breakdown of how she knows because mm-hmm. i was like that in spy movies too when you get a little bit of information of how they do their job oh yeah, yeah. how do you spy mm-hmm. yeah it was good i liked it a lot yeah it's but, also a good like having a, the time period set is you get the more old-fashioned spying like you don't have all the the gadgets the electronic and the, gadgets and all the like melissa that, mccarthy in your ear <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly you know you got to do everything a little bit more um, well and i think it's more own. i think it's more interesting back then too because a lot of it depended upon your ability to come compartmentalize and also your observational skills mm-hmm. because you're not going to make it if you can't notice stuff mm-hmm. um back then without someone in your ear kind of giving you pointers you have to do the exits you have to count the people in the room you have to keep all that information straight and i think like straight up spies were harder core back then because they had to do all that stuff that was their stuff oh yeah themselves mm-hmm. Um, I like that her trainer was a lady. Mm-hmm. Like, I was straight up, I love this universe. Oh, what was her name? Um, Pauline. Pauline. Lady Pauline. With a bit of a vodka problem. Well, that can happen in the, this business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of sad, too, when she was talking about yeah. how she sees what she wants to see, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But, I mean, as a girl of her age being dropped off, like, at 16, and seeing this woman who could hold her own against men in various situations and also mm-hmm. was running a school and also was a badass spy. Da, da, da. I could see only seeing the good parts, especially if you're 16. Oh, 100%, especially someone who's your hero. Yeah. I really, think that that's possible. Well, it's really interesting that in the course of her job, she's actually, you know, supposed to be the super observant, super, you know, absorbing information person, but then in her personal life, clearly she cannot <laughs> handle it. Oh, my God, the thing with her husband. Oh, that was rough, man. Okay, oh, my so- God. I know. I was reading it at work, so I'm not sure that I got everything. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Um, She followed him. They were on their fourth honeymoon, uh-huh. and she followed him out and saw him do a deal and thought that he had turned. Uh. And he came back and saw her, like, awake and kind of, like, dressed. And then her not responding to him well, he assumed that she had actually turned. And so they fought thinking each other were traitors, and he you. died mm-hmm. thinking she had betrayed him. Well, especially because she called Not in. died, but, like, well he might be still alive no he's alive he's just on a downturn yeah well she called it in and at like asked in code about them and got what seemed to be a confirmation that yeah we're pretty sure he's dirty and we're coming after him yeah and so now she's like oh somebody in the agency lied to me me and ruined my life yeah and i made me murder my own husband Mm -hmm. well seriously damaged anyway yeah 
Well, and like that's interesting too, because you know that's what put her on death duty is that moment is they couldn't tell which one of them was the traitor. Yeah. Well, was it her? I mean, I'm interested to see if it was like her saying, "I'm out, put me on death yeah. duty," or if they're like, "Well, no, she said specifically that death duty was a consolation prize." So that tells me she came back, wanted to be a spy, and they're like, "Well, we can't trust you, but you can stay in the agency." Well, I wasn't. Sh- I wasn't sure about about that just because of the like she talked about um, her her mentor who had gotten so angry with her at that party. And how he he had he had been frustrated with her about a choice that she and made. He was disappointed. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I, thought I can it was, see how yeah, she chose he, not to go back out yeah. in the field. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, or maybe maybe he felt like she gave up. You know that they mm-hmm. that she didn't fight to stay in the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if, you know it's been twenty years. Maybe it was like that's duty for a little while, and then and yeah. she just stayed and there. She, too but long. she just stayed there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I can see that because mm-hmm. it hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the moment when she goes after the Russian guy in the closet and kicks her heels off because you. Like, yes, just you should. wouldn't take ankle turning heels into a fight. Mm. Generally not, Mm-mm. unless your fight is against ankles. <laughs> well, then you would straight your up own win. Ankles. Like, mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, so one through five, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I blazed through this. This was like yeah, super easy, super well, fast. I started it a couple times actually, but I think that I liked it so much and like. She didn't get through a lot of information every issue, and mm-hmm. I think I was saving it for the volumes because mm-hmm. that kind of a story where it's a long arc and you kind of have to remember what happened the issue before. I like to read it in the paperback collections. It's mm-hmm. just easier for me. And I think I was waiting for that. So I got through the first two and a half. And I went, okay, I've done this. I've done this. And then the back half of three, four, and five, and I was like, oh, my God, why didn't I pick up the volume? Well, good news. Volume two is already out. I yes. Know. That's really good timing for us. It is. Speaking of really good timing. <gasps> Uh-oh. Is it that time? Do you know what time it is? Look, I'm going oh because God. Beatrice is just going to win. <laughs> so should we just save everybody 40 minutes and be like, well, B wins this do round through. I'll take your forfeit. I no, that's it. No, up. I'm not a quitter. I can't I do might it. I tried. And you I never can't. know. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still recommending you, Shelby, and Nick Wester. I want all comedies. A whole game banger is about can laughing. It, can it just be about Spy? Because Spy was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's make a whole show about Spy. You guys, next next month, Spy. 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 All right. And now it is time for America's favorite comic book focused podcast game show, Game Bangers. Yes! Game, bangers! game Bangers. This will be the second game of the season as B has gotten off to an early one to nothing to nothing. Oh, week yeah. With her victory to last month. Nothing. Thanks <laughs> for that. That was so rude. <laughs> we know. Today we're playing a game you should all be familiar with as we play a similar game on Twitter when we're bored. <gasps> oh, is that yeah, movie mashup? It is fucking super. terrible. At this. Yes! You guys! It's my day! That's movie right. mashup is my shit! Oh my it god, is so superhero mashup. Oh, well, shit. Which is the similar vein. I guess. I just really want to win the DC superhero one based on the errors of those two. <laughs> that was my finest. Crowning <laughs> glory. I'm putting that on my tombstone. So uh, we'll alternate turns, and I will read you the description of a comic book character and a plot of a movie, show, or book that has part of the character's name in it. Oh, sweet God. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, gonna, okay. I'm going to fuck this up so hard. I already, have, I already have like seven answers in my brain for right example, now. For example, the fastest man alive yearns to leave behind his day job of welding for the world of professional dance. And that would be flash dance. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Oh my god. Now I'm picturing Barry I'm so doing the water pool thing. Yes. Honestly. As you well should. you should. Um, she has a secret Facebook group. I know that, it's but all I'm of still... them working together against us. Yeah, but I still feel like it's impressive. It is impressive. You're not wrong. I it's hard ne- for me to play that movie game. Yeah. I have to do like research for an hour. I have a network. Yeah, this is gonna be I have a long list, but we like depending on how long it takes you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um but yeah, this one, 
the names that we came up with like made me laugh more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how well this is going to play, um, but no, Mitch, it'll be fine. Mitch helped, and oh, there, there was one when I had to leave my desk at work <laughs> because it was so stupid. <laughs> Mitch has such a unique sense of humor. Oh, <laughs> it's puns. It's all puns. Oh, God. What was it? I'm coping hating it. <laughs> I ain't coping hating it. <laughs> I can't. Awful. Yeah. No. So, all right. Monica, we're thing. starting with you because that's what the Wheel of Fortune selected you. And sure, sure. I heard it. Yep. Like the clicks. <laughs> exactly. Monica. Which way are we going? Are we going? We're going to go um, clockwise. Usually clockwise. It's her clock, though. Yeah. It's not yeah. Our clock. No, we're, we're going counterclockwise, counterclockwise because that's how I wrote it. Okay. Oh. And uh, there's no arguing with that. Because she wrote it in pen. I did. There's no <laughs> pencils here. We make no mistakes. No take backs. None. All right. So, Monica, you are up first. Okay. Pretend I'm cracking my knuckles. You were, I'm you. ready. All right. A telepath joins four other mutants in their first year as doctors at Seattle Grace Hospital. <laughs> Jean Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Beatrice. Yes. An Amazon princess nostalgically recalls her childhood on Themyscira. Her childhood? Her coming of age. I just did it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Can we, call, can we like, answer for For no her? points, but yes. The Wonder Woman years? That's Yep, I did get that one. I was going to go for, like, Princess Diary. Like, that's, pretty, that's not bad. That's not bad. You guys, this may be my game. All right. Knock on wood. Jackie, a clever young woman escapes her desperate mother's demands for favorable marriages for her and her four sisters by walking through walls. Oh, um. <laughs> Kitty Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> oh my god this is my favorite game makers already monica the whims of a weather controlling mutant spell trouble for a crew of commercial fishermen caught unawares in the open sea (laughs) fuck um oh my god i fucking hate that show it's um fuck no i don't i don't know it's storm something i don't know is it Storm of the Century? No, nope. it's the fucking fishing one on goddamn... That makes you feel better. You're wrong. Oh, wait. Then read it again. All right. The whims of a weather-controlling mutant spell trouble for a crew of commercial fishermen caught unawares in the open sea. Oh, I know what it is. Two seconds. Um, no. The Perfect Storm. That's correct. Yes. So we're doing movies and TV. I'm just double-checking. Movies, TVs, book, okay, and sort of media. Okay. Mostly okay. it's movies okay. and TV. I should have known because Pride and Prejudice... That yeah. was a television show first. <laughs> it, was a, it was a book first. It was a <laughs> like a hundred years before there was a television. I meant, I meant for like, I All right. thought it was TV. All right, B? Yes. Two expert archers get involved with an underground sex club. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, Hawkeye's wide shot. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. God damn it. Jackie. The man. Oh, you hit my head really hard. <laughs> oh my god. The man, the man with Gotham's best behind, finds himself walking and talking with the most powerful people in Washington D.C. <laughs> Come on, you gotta get this one. Come Nightwing on. West. Night, Night West. West Nightwing. No. Yes, the West Nightwing. Yeah, sorry, sure. yeah, sorry. Right? Or right. Night West Wing. The West, West, Night Wing. West, Nightwing. West Nightwing. The West Nightwing. The West Nightwing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ooh. 
<laughs> Monica. In the zombie apocalypse, a group of survivors find themselves surviving a harrowing night in the mall with a snarky mercenary who makes them wish they weren't. I know Ooh. this. <laughs> I got this one. I got this. The Walking Deadpool? No. Uh, no? Okay, wait. Read it again. In the zombie apocalypse, a group of survivors find themselves surviving a harrowing night in the mall. Okay, so... Uh, um, finish. With a snarky mercenary who makes them wish they weren't. Mm. Oh, though I think you could go you could go two ways you probably on, could. on the end of that one. Yeah. I know this one. Ugh, I even watched that one. It's like the baby and then there's like an island, yeah. but like the zombies are on the island. I'm giving you half credit for Dawn of the Walking Dead. Oh, okay, Dawn I'm of gonna the give, Dead. I'm going to oh. give, give you half credit. Yeah, because I was like, it could be Dawn of the Deadpool or Deadshot. Yeah. All right. I'm giving you half credit. Right. Thanks. All I'll right. take the half credit. <laughs> <laughs> that pause was Shelby laughing oh, so hard, she had to actually, like, turn Must away. be a Mitch joke. It is. got to be a Mitch joke. It's for you. Yes. <laughs> for Job Jason Johns. <laughs> I hope you read um, your English reading. Don't give her clues. Class. An impoverished ex-student in St. Petersburg kills a pawnbroker and plans to, u- <laughs> to use her money to kill more people in revenge for the death of his family. Crime and the Punisher? <laughs> <laughs> yes! You know it's Dostoevsky. Just which one? <sighs> All right. Jackie. Okay. <laughs> a fishnet-clad hero finds herself out of her depth when she lands herself in federal prison ten years after smuggling drugs for an ex. <laughs> Uh, and I wish we got coverage points. <laughs> I don't know if I know the movie. Listen again. A fishnet-clad hero finds herself out of her depth when she lands herself in federal prison ten years after smuggling drugs for an ex. Girlfriend. She lands herself in prison. Well, I know it's ex- Black Canary, but I don't know. She um, lands herself in prison for an ex-girlfriend. Lady prison. Oh, uh, no! no! <laughs> Orange is the new black canary. There we go. <laughs> what were you thinking? No, I, was, I was thinking movie, and I was like, it's not blow, it's not <laughs> if she If she beats you by a point, you're going to be I know, but it's so <laughs> mad. I'm sorry for this one, Monica. This is the good oh, thing God. about Monica, though. She honestly roots for us want, all I to get points. That's true. That's beautiful. Not that one, though. She's too good. God damn it. <laughs> Monica. Yes, I'm here. Two New York City drag queens... Take a hero who is the last of his race on an epic cross-country road trip. Oh, my God. Um, one more time. I think I know it. One more time. Two New York City drag queens take a hero who is the last of his race on an epic cross-country road trip. Is it Priscilla, Queen of the Desert or something? No, no. no. Okay. Um, New York City. Oh, my God. Um, Super long name. It's too long for things for everything. Love Julie Newmar, but like, um, oh, Namor. <laughs> too long for things for everything. Love Julie Namor. No, fuck. Um, a hero who is the last of his race. Uh, An alien who is the last of his race. Uh, um, I don't. Oh, is it Superman? No. Um, fuck. Yeah. This DC. Oh. oh. Um. um Who's the Julie Martian? <gasps> Julie New Martian? I, I need you to say the whole thing. And Too Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Love Julie Martian. Julie New Martian. Julie the Martian. Julie uh, New Martian guy who's the last of his... I don't know. I, don't, I can't do it. 
Julie Newmartian Manhunter. There we go. Manhunter! I'll give you the second half of that point. Oh, cool. <laughs> Just because we had really, I had a good time with that. I mean, also, that's a really long goddamn name to remember. Yeah, I watched was. that movie multiple times. Good, good job, movie. everyone in it. It's fabulous. It's it's a remake of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. It's not. It it actually is. It's the American version of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I'll bet you, like, real money. I'll bet you the dollar. No. The, the Google, bet dollar. The Google.com. I'm not betting the bet dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that's only for sure things. Um, B. Teenage Gotham hero teams up with a journalist to investigate the 40-year-old disappearance of a wealthy Swedish mogul's niece. A wealthy Swedish mogul's niece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why am I getting everybody else's and I'm not getting mine? It's like it's too much pressure. What is? I, I honestly have no fucking clue. Can I do it? You may. It's um, <clears throat> Batgirl with a dragon tattoo. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> shit. I haven't read any of those books or seen any of those movies. Aww. Uh, the movies are super rough, but if you fast forward through the part in the middle, you might be able to do it. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I was just like... Or just don't. I was just like, rape, and then I'm out. I'm out. Uh, we'll watch it together, and I'll tell you when to shut your eyes. Okay. <laughs> All right, and I'm sorry for this one, too. Um, <coughs> when giant robots attack New York City, a cosmic pilot uses her powers and private air force to defeat them with an assist from her reporter ex. Um... Yeah. One more time? When giant robots attack New York City. Oh, in the 40s. <laughs> BT does. A cosmic pilot uses her powers and private air force to defeat them with an assist from her reporter ex. Yeah, I have no idea. Is it War of the Worlds? No, it's Sky Captain Marvel in the World of the God Tomorrow. damn it! Oh, God damn you know it. what? I accept I like, your apology <laughs> for that one because Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, eat it. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was Captain Marvel, but yeah. I was like, yeah. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't, I couldn't. Shut up. It's a great film. I couldn't figure it out. Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Money. What a piece of junk. I never saw <laughs> that. Hot, That's why it was I'm a hot garbage fire. Angelina Jolie was amazing. She was the only good part. And maybe one of the But like, it was mostly Angelina. I mean, yeah, it's a I terrible movie, it. but it I was loved really it. bad. Yeah, the, the the visual is really nice, though. Sorry. All right, Monica, a web slinging psychologist <laughs> is up against a twisted kidnapper in this suspenseful thriller. Oh, um, fuck, um, along came a Spider Man. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Monica this- Potter, I love her. <laughs> B, this is a good one for you. Okay. A Catholic vigilante with a penchant for crossbows works as a janitor for MIT despite her genius level intelligence. <laughs> uh, Goodwill Huntress? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, how much fun I'm so did, glad I got like, that your, your whole Facebook group have with this? <laughs> so a thousand times. <laughs> Jackie, a blind man with superhuman senses gets a job as a second assistant to a prominent New York fashion editor. <laughs> the devil- no, no, you got it. Come on, you can do it. Don't wear Daredevil. No, no, no. Daredevil wears Prada. Daredevil. All right. The devil there wears deviling Prada. Devil. I'm always sad that we don't have someone in our group who does art because seriously, I need like the Daredevil wears Prada. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Susie listen to this and I'm gonna have her draw these. She has to. She did that in our in our um faker real um heroes and villains. Yes. Excuse me, it's Reverend, Reverend. Jedediacra. Address him by his proper title, please. Okay, <clears> after <throat> five rounds, uh, we have Jackie in the lead with four. Oh, shit. Fuck you. No, I'm not. No, I gave you one of those. Fine. And Monica B tied with three, so it's a tight game, kids. All right. Monica? <laughs> a mutant trades in his feather wings for metal and lends his heavenly assistance to a wildly bad baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> Angels in the outfield. 
Oh, he has a, a longer name. Um. Oh my god, he's an X man. He is. Mm-hmm. Metal um, wings. I know his name is something. Is it Metal Angels in the Outfield? It is Metal Angels in the Outfield. Incredible. Full marks. No, it's, it's not. not. No, it's that. <sighs> I'm giving you half credit again. It's, is it, it's Archangel, right? It's Archangel. Ah, oh, shit, because they're metal and the, he was Angel yeah. when they weren't. Fuck. I gotta read more X-Men, yeah. True. I mean, this is true. <laughs> it would make your life Oh, happen. God. It's a mixed joke I don't, joke I don't again. like your support. <laughs> Beatrice, yes. the world's format are... Hmm. <laughs> B... The world's foremost bald telepath is recruited by the government for its most extreme spy mission ever. <laughs> oh my god. Can I please have her point on this one? She's never going to get it. Okay, say that again. The world's foremost bald telepath is recruited by the government for its most extreme spy mission ever. Oh, oh, it's uh, um, Professor Triple X. Fuck you, I didn't see that movie. I was. Um, that sex part where she dances to that Joy song? Yeah, yeah, it's on my sex place. There we go. There we go. I even saw the second one. Uh, I love the second one with Ice Cube. Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, Ice Cube. Ice Cube is the shit. <laughs> Jackie, an African prince <laughs> discovers he's been cloned and desperately tries to unravel the conspiracy behind it all. Wait, one more time? <laughs> An African prince discovered he's been cloned and desperately tries to unravel the conspiracy behind it all. I'm not helping you with this one. No. Um. <laughs> Is it Black Panther? Uh, no one look at Jackie. No. <laughs> Though I know what it is. Damn it, producer John. I don't know. Wait, none, I want to do it. You want to do it? None of you deserve me. Orphan Black it's, Panther. It's Orphan Black Panther. <gasps> Duh! Oh my god, I'm so upset. Clones. Right I, it took know, me just a second because I automatically went to see, the Eddie Murphy film where he was an African prince and went oh, to Queen's to America. Oh, see, and I kept trying to make like 12 monkeys fit for some reason. <laughs> and 12 I was black like, monkeys. Yeah, Wait. And no, I was like, this doesn't fit. This doesn't <laughs> fit. And, I, and it was, I never go to 12 TV. Panther monkeys. No, no, no. wait. Wait, 12, <laughs> 12 Black Panther monkeys. Hang on. Oh, my God. I'll get that. All right, Monica. Earth Sorcerer Supreme realizes the voice in his head is actually an omniscient narrator controlling his life story. <laughs> oh, my God. I know this one. It's the one with Will Ferrell and Emma Thompson. Mm-hmm. I, like, literally watched the trailer for this, like, a month ago. Oh, my God. Start from your hero. It's fucking Doctor Strange. Um... Strange, Doctor Strange, Life of Doctor Strange. Uh, I don't know. I know, I know. You don't get the point, but what is it? It's Doctor Stranger Than Fiction. Damn it! That's right, uh, Stranger Than Fiction. You right. know, I haven't seen that, and I love Emma Thompson. I should watch it. It's a pretty decent movie. Okay, John, producer John is giving me the nod. Beatrice, mm-hmm. Musclebound Super Soldier hosts a weekly show highlighting the most hilarious viewer sent in clips. Oh, oh, uh, Captain America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> I love how much Shelby loves this one. Stupid. <laughs> Is that the one you had to like walk away from your desk for? No, that was uh, the two Wong Fu one. <laughs> uh, I'm super amused at like Steve dressed like Bob Saget, like introducing clips of dudes getting hit in the balls with footballs. <laughs> Ah, Jackie, um, <clears throat> when the mutant revolution fizzles out, the master of magnetism accepts, accepts an invitation to live on a Hawaiian estate where he now solves mysteries with an awesome mustache. <laughs> 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 I 
You Almost. can do this one. I'm not helping you, though, because you're ahead of me because I helped you last time. Um, <clears throat> Dibs on calling it out when she gets it wrong. <laughs> so oh, my God. God. Uh, go, wait, wait. When it. the mutant revolution fizzles out, uh-huh. the master of magnetism, Magneto, accepts an invitation to live on a Hawaiian estate where he now solves mysteries with an awesome mustache. With an awesome mustache? The mustache Dude, is the clue. Zip your face! <laughs> I probably don't watch this, huh? You don't. Well, you might have... In the 80s. Can, I, it was can I do it? <gasps> Damn oh, it! Um, Show me! <laughs> um, She's still not going to get it. Oh my god, I might not. Not going to um, get it. Not going to um, get it. Wait, don't not be mean. Hold on. Give me a minute. Um, do, 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 do. Where's Magneto Vice? No. No. <laughs> um, no. no, where's Magneto, the no. seconds? It's, but it's speaking done. of art that I need, Magneto Vice. I know. It's <laughs> Magneto P.I. Magneto. Oh, I was just going to say that. Well, it was like 20 minutes later. So. <laughs> At first I went to Magneto 5.0, and then I was like, wait, no. <laughs> wait, no. <laughs> I got P.I. right away. It's the mustache comment. Mustache. Monica? Also, I love that, man. Yes, I'm here. The three musketeers plot to replace billionaire industrialist playboy with his identical twin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> The Prince in the Iron Man? No. 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 Is it is it not the one the no. Prince in the Iron Mask? Uh, you're you say so the, close. you're it's the right thing but the wrong title. Um shit. Read it again. The three musketeers plot to replace billionaire industrialist Playboy with his identical twin. Iron Man three musketeers? No. It's it's the the man in the <laughs> Iron Man in the No, the man in the Iron Iron Man and the Ma- Iron Mask? Yes. Iron Man Holy and the Iron Mask. Cause, yeah, because it's the Man and the Iron Mask. And Iron Man. Yeah. I get it. But I because you said the Three Musketeers. Oh, because they, they are the ones in the... I got it. Yeah. I'm there. I'm with you. Um, they're Kurt all- and I saw that. We still make jokes. We have inside jokes about that film. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious. All right, B. Mm-hmm. A coming-of-age tale of a group of girls at Thornfield Hall, summer camp, and the strange creatures and supernatural phenomena encountered there. <laughs> One more time. <clears throat> you get the English history I so, books. I know. Oh, I God. fucking know this one. A coming of age tale of a group of girls at Thornfield Hall summer camp and the strange creatures and supernatural phenomenon encountered, encountered there. Thornfield Hall is the main clue. And if you don't know that, then. Well, like the summer camp and the girls and the strange creatures, you might get there. Yeah. But I'm not helping. Uh, I'm, I got I'm feeling like, like <laughs> morning glories. Uh, I don't know. Lumber- it's Lumber Jane Ayres. Oh, fuck. That's what I was thinking. Thornfield Hollow is Jane Ayres. Yeah. Jackie. But you don't read that I mean, stuff. So. I got the Dostoevsky, but I couldn't get that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackie. A musical about the adventures of an Earth-born space pirate who dies for our sins. Jesus? <laughs> what are you doing? Wait, an Earth-born <laughs> space pirate? Mm-hmm. Oh, um... Jesus Christ, Star, Star Lord. Um, Jesus Christ, Star Lord, Superstar. Jesus, Superstar, Christ, Star Lord. Oh what my God. God! What's the it's what's Jesus, the Jesus one called? Jesus Christ, Superstar. Jesus uh, Christ, Superstar Lord. There it is. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what? Mother of 
Christ. Could you get a negative point on that one? <laughs> no, all right, guys. I with, got all the words. <laughs> just take you forever to put with, the right uh, order. With one round left. Oh, God. We have Jackie and B tied at five. Monica at four and a half. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I hate this game. All right, Monica. What? <laughs> a film about a non-compliant acapella singing group. <laughs> Pitch Planet? <laughs> Pitch perfect planet. Pitch planet perfect. Bitch planet perfect. Bitch. <laughs> okay, one more time. Read me the thing. A film about a non-compliant acapella group. Pitch perfect. Bitch perfect planet? What am I missing? No, it's fine. It's good. No, it's just bitch perfect. But you got That's the- what I said the first time. No, no I like- said pitch planet. Yeah. Bitch perfect. But you got the idea of it, and I'm giving yeah. you credit. Oh, oh, thanks. All right, B. <laughs> mm-hmm. like Canadian mm-hmm. mutants form a musical comedy band and seek fame and fortune in New York City. Uh, Canadian mutants is like Alpha Flight. Um... <laughs> I don't, can you read that to me again? Canadian mutants form a musical comedy band and seek fame and fortune in New York City. I swear to God, I have the worst luck of anyone I know. <laughs> the ones that aren't mine, I know. The ones that are mine, I'm like... <laughs> Perfectly stressful. randomized. I know, I'm saying, like, my luck is just extremely shitty. I mean, they're not randomized. They're just in the order of the No, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't know. Can I do it? You may. Alpha Flight of the Concords. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Based on how many I've guessed of theirs, <laughs> I should be winning this game. <laughs> All right, Jackie? Uh-huh. Starling City has become vastly overcrowded, leading to its vigilante protector to investigate the mysterious new food source. Oh. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> um, uh, solvent green arrow? Yes, ma'am. It's, it's Soylent. Soylent green arrow. She, she gets, gets it. She gets it. <laughs> I'll give her that. Oh my God. All right. How much time do I have trouble with pitch planet <laughs> bitch bitch perfect fuck okay it was no jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> that was so crazy because it's literally jesus christ superstar lord <laughs> all right We're guys all idiots. so that was our final round and uh our winner and first time game bangers champion jackie <laughs> yeah congratulations it was a really close game six to five and a half to five <laughs> now just for shits and giggles i'm throwing out the extra credit question a grumpy Canadian mutant settles the American West, growing closer to its Native American inhabitants. Um. <laughs> Jesus with Wolverines. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> fan art that I need. Oh, my God. Somebody fucking draw me Dances with Wolverines. <sighs> this is, like, my favorite game. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, that about wraps us up for this month. Um, congratulations, Jackie. Congratulations to us all for getting to hear all those and laugh together. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious. Thanks to Mitch, Nick, and Kenneth for uh, all of those great ideas. I feel like mostly Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is a talent. <laughs> so, listeners, we welcome any and all commentary. So if you'd like to ask us a question, send in a note, or wrap into our voicemail, please drop us a line at getinterrupted at gmail.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at Get Interrupted. Find us on iTunes or check us out on the mothership, notlg.com, where you can listen to us and many other fine audio diversions. 
Many thanks to the Y-Axis for our intro and outro music and Amy Watkins of Power Up Collage for all the art you see on our social media. Join us next month as we read Greg Recca's Lady Saber and the Pirates of the Ineffable Ether. <laughs> and that's Nailed all for it. us this month. Thank you for listening and remember, we, we have snacks. snacks. So many snacks. Hey guys, this is Shelby from Girls Interrupting. If you love the podcast and want to show your love on some merchandise, head on over to notlg.com slash store where you can find our logo on mugs, shirts, sweatshirts, and other cool swag. And an inability to win gamers. <laughs> you know, I built this for you. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm angry. It should have easily been mine. And you're right. I shouldn't have given her orphan black orange is the new black canary. <laughs> An impoverished ex-student in St. Petersburg. <laughs> I'm sorry, where? Sorry, uh, edit that, please. <laughs> An impoverished... <laughs> it's not even the stupid part yet. This month, we unclassify the first trade paperback of Ed Brubaker and Steve Epting's Spy Spiries. Spiries. <laughs> <laughs> you need... Brubaker. <laughs> Spiries. <sighs> Bye, Spiris. <laughs> Back to one. I get. I very, see, feel very. like I'm doing really well, and then I say the wrong Cronberg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Pull mm. it together, Shelby. The rest of us did really. The two of them did really good today. Yeah, I was going to say, we're two uh, before. I, 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 I only uh, fucked up once, so take uh, two. Guess who didn't fuck up? Look, buddy. Team batting average, 250. Not terrible. No, like, we can hit in the six spot. Just because I'm holding you all. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, to be fair, the ego of this one. <laughs> Mine is longer. <laughs> this is true. That's what. Yeah, you but you said. also are reading it. We have to make it up. Yeah, it's give it to me. I'll do it. No. <laughs> this is like. Did you see how like negatively and like I, how yeah. upset I was that you were about to take my power away? Yeah. yeah, I did. Wow. All right, let's do this. All right. Don't touch my paper. I swear to God, <laughs> I will cut she you really with my paper. The paper will cut you. It doesn't. It just isn't it even doesn't, an instruction. Yeah responds to its master oh, God. <laughs> oh wow these two women it's like I dark magic paper Vader. 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 <laughs> spy spirits and poop maker and poop maker i'm sure he would love and that steve steve no how do you steve you don't pep pooping <laughs> You Pepto? just do poop again. Pepto. You can't do poop twice. Why not? Steve Pepto. Yeah, Pepto for the pooping. You see? Pepto there you go. Fine. Jackie once again. Good at everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. All right. Pull All right. Pull yourselves together. Here we go. Crack your neck. Crack I your literally knuckles. thought you just said blowjobs together. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> where is your head at? I mean, Wait, in blowjobs. Always. Blow jobs I was about to say, is it anywhere else? <laughs> is it ever anywhere else? Her fancy Apple Watch. Yes. <laughs> we get it. God. All right. This is a clean 20 minutes, so I'm just going to jump in. All right. All right. Well, Hello. Okay. No. <laughs> God damn it, John Pickle. <laughs> Shut up. I didn't know you were going to jump in. I don't know what jump in means. Let <laughs> I me mean, jump the fuck in. <laughs> Shit. That's next month, but for now, it's time for America's favorite comic book focused <laughs> comic book. Book focused fuck 